and welcome to From the Rookery End. Yes, we are here for another When There Is No Season Going On podcast. My name is John. With me is a, a huge number of the From the Rookery End team. Firstly, DCW. Hello. We have, who will be his teammate this evening, Michael. Yours. The other team, and we'll explain why the teams and what that means in a second, uh, is Jason. Good evening. And with Jason is Geordie. Let me out, please. <laughs> yes, uh, we, uh, we're here for a podcast, but we're all in very different places around the south of England. But with me as my special assistant this evening is... Kieran Hollywood Tavum. Hello, good evening. And exactly how this is going to work, I'll explain in a minute. But as we have already said, this this podcast uh, is in the middle of a pandemic, uh, and the football season is off. But Mike, the football season is still going to be off. Uh, we found out this week it's going to be uh, at least postponed till the thirtieth of April. Yes, we're going to have to get used to um, watching reruns. Glad to see that the uh, BBC are not doing um, Mrs Brown's Boys this Saturday night in place of Match of the Day. They're running some uh, old FA Cup quarterfinals, and it's Watford's visit to Highbury, where we won uh, 3-1. Really? So um, the BBC have caught up. But yes, it's going to be um, interesting times for everyone involved, isn't it? Football's off the off the agenda for quite a while, but from the Rickery end doesn't have to be, does it? It's great to be, uh, to be joined by you guys this evening, and uh, hopefully we can keep entertaining. Our, our fellow Hornets over these fallow months. The news have come out this week that it's, it's, it's going to be postponed until at least 30 of April from The Athletic and the, the team of, of reporters who were looking at the, the meeting that was going on. It, it seems to me, Michael, that it's definitely going to uh, come back because there's a, a small matter of uh, 720 odd million pounds needed to be paid back if they don't, which I think works out between about 35 and 40 million pounds per club. They spoke with one very, very clear voice, didn't they? That the the plan was and the and the will was to to finish the season, and I think that's that's Europe wide. And I think really, for all football supporters, that's probably what we want, isn't it? We don't really want things left up in the air. We want things brought to a, a satisfactory conclusion for a whole host of reasons. And it was good to see that they made that unilateral decision and that that unilateral announcement. I still think it's going to be difficult. We're we're at the early stages of this. Um, this situation, we'll have to wait to see how it pans out. But it's good to know that they're targeting uh, finishing the season, uh, and we'll we'll just have to wait and see. What you mentioned, the athletic there, and um, it's been great to see the the amount of um, articles that that the authors have been unlocking their favourite um, favourite uh, pieces this week. And I think this is where where something that we would say this, of course, but this is where the athletic will really come into its into its own. While uh, while there's no actual football being played, but yeah, we know what the aim is, we know what the target is, and I think as time goes by. We'll we'll see how how realistic that is, but uh, we'll still be around, won't we? From the Rookery, we'll still be on the airwaves. We will be, and this week is a uh, a return to a format we did uh, last summer, where we're going to pick a eleven, a starting eleven. But it's a competition. We're not going to sit here and pick the best eleven. No, no, no. A competition between two teams. I am your host, my assistant, and the voice of the people uh, who can criticise any choices the teams make is. Kieran, Kieran, you've seen the list. This is only going to be players that have played for Watford under the Pozzos. As a list, it's it's pretty impressive. It's huge. And actually, you realise how many players we've had under the Pozzos and how many players we've arguably forgotten about. Uh, there were one or two in there that 
played a pretty you know significant role at different times under the Potsos and I'd completely forgotten that they played for the club because we've had that many. <laughs> yes, there, there are rules. As I said, our two teams. Uh, first one is Jason and Geordie, they're team A, and team B is DCW and Mike. Here are the rules. What's going to happen? Each team will pick a starting 11 of Watford players who have played for the club since the Potsos took over the club in 2012. The teams can pick any formation they like and they can change that formation if it needs to, depending on the choices they have. In fact, that did happen with DCW and Geordie when we did uh, a very similar podcast back in July. The lists we have are not exhaustive. They don't include the young players that have played the odd game or two. So you can, of course, pick another player if it comes to mind. We might have to do a quick Google search just to make sure they did play for Watford. As in, you can't just say, oh, yeah, Messi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played uh, half a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have categorised the players. Group one, what I call the big time players who have played a lot of games. Group two have played a significant role in the club, either in promotion or uh, since we've been in the Premier League. And then Group 3, you might basically have forgotten about them and uh, probably aren't going to get picked, but they're, they're all there. Here are the restrictions I'm putting on all the teams. You are only allowed to pick one Category 1 player for each position, be it goalkeeper, defender, midfielder and forward, only one. You must pick at least one Academy graduate. You must pick one loanee who did not become a permanent signing. And you must pick two players who played in the championship only. Got it? You also are not allowed duplicates. Once a player has been picked for one team, it cannot be picked for the others. Throughout the game, I may, and Kieran may help me as well, to add some restrictions and may enforce some things that you may need to adapt. Be prepared. I have earlier on tossed a coin, hence why Jason and Geordie are A, DCW and Mike are B. And, of course, as any good competition now does, we will be following the A-B-B-A selection process. So team A will go first, then B twice, then A twice, then B twice. But a little positive for both teams. You are now allowed to pick an additional Category 1 player. You can pick one player that is Category 1 and you will still be able to pick a further four. So team A... Jason and Geordie, who would you like to be your first Category 1 player? I think, I'll, I'll check with Geordie here, but I think we're going to go with uh, Mr Ben Foster. All round, great guy, great goalie, just great everything. Are we having to pick a defender, a goalkeeper first? No, no, this, this is the, be any position... Any player you like. Okay, this oh, in that so case, Jason, I think we should rethink you know, that. Any... Oh, whoa, 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 you've picked... <laughs> that's it. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. That wasn't clear in the rules. You can see the cracks right. already in so, this management team, DCW. The All shot has been taken. We just need to stay united. They're falling for it. They're falling for it. I would, I would say in that case, moi. That gives you a clue who I'm going to pick. <laughs> My favourite studded rucksack-wearing French quarterback, Etienne Capou. Mike and DCW. Who will you be picking as your additional Category 1 player? That was a very authoritative sigh and <laughs> intake and exhale of breath there. I like it. It's, uh, it shows we're taking this, this very, very seriously. DCW, what are you saying, brother? Well, I 
think we should go with... Are you thinking up front at the moment, DCW? Are you thinking, I've got to pick a midfield? No, I'm thinking up, I'm thinking up front. Category one players who play up front uh, will be Matty Vidra, Odie Nigalo and Troy Deeney. I, actually, I think we should, leave, we should leave them because if you end up with either any of those in our team, I'm happy with. But, in this, but if you played this now, you would end up having two Category 1 strikers. Ah. Maybe you're not going to play two strikers, though. So. <laughs> mm. yeah, don't, try, don't try and eke our tactics out of this. We're wise to your game. We've been around the block. Go on, DCW, let them have it. I, I think we should actually change our, one of our players from our lineup. We should go in and get to Corey. He's the next best midfielder on the table. Let's get him. Fair enough. I was going to say Arlowskis, but yeah, we'll go with Decore. <laughs> I just want to say, Hollywood, when I told you this rule early on, which two players did I say they were going to pick? You told me they were going to pick Kapu and Decore. <laughs> so, let's see how this rest pans out. So, All joking aside, though, it does say how blessed we are with those guys, doesn't it? Two absolute all-time midfielders for the club they're just two sensational players and I think both teams would have been crazy to to, to not uh, lock in their services uh, but uh, yeah just worth remembering how, how lucky we are to see those week in week out at the moment it does potentially precipitate a change further on down the line for us though because if, if we're doing this is a question for you John really yeah if we are we picking a team that a team of the 11 best possible players or does this team have to in theory work harmoniously and be a good team if they were actually going to play. That's that to you as a coach. <laughs> you have okay. to pick a better team than the others and see who, which, the, how the listeners feel, which is the best one. That's, right. okay. that's, what, we, that's what we've done. We've, got, we've picked a better team than the others, so we're, we're cool. Well, they might pick before you. Let's start with our goalkeepers. Team B, as Team A went first, this is your second pick. Uh, in a row. So three choices for Category 1, Gomez, Foster and Almunia. I'm almost tempted by one of these guys, simply because it gives me an excuse to, to mention the nickname that, that Geordie came up with him a couple of couple of years ago. And it might have gone, a lot of people might might have missed it, but it's Big Pants. Uh, Bridget Jones, Geordie called him. Costel Pantillon. A bit indulgent there. Many laughs in here, cackling down the line. <laughs> it's not going to be Costel Pantillon. That, uh, that was just a mention in, in dispatches. We're looking between Horelio Gomez and Ben Foster, aren't we, DCW? We've, uh, we've debated this this long and hard. Yeah, and it has to be Foster. As much as I love Gomez, we're taking Foster. No, I'm surprised, because DCW, Geordie, in the summer, talked you out of Gomez. And I was very surprised. I thought they thought it was a, it was a, a absolute set. But that's your choice. That's absolutely I'm going fine. head over heart with this one. OK, yeah. so I'm going to assume Geordie and Jason that uh, your choice for goalkeeper will be Heredia Gomez. Am I right? Well, we did think about um, filling the academy slot with Jack Bonham or Jonathan <laughs> Bond, but we don't want to go early on that. So I guess I guess it will be the H-bomb. Heredia Gomez uh, and Ben Foster are the choices. We were going to pick him all along. All that rubbish about me talking about Ben Foster beforehand. <laughs> you can completely ignore that. Gomez and Foster locked in as goalkeepers for both teams. A podcast made by Watford fans, fans. for Watford fans from the rookery end. Let's move on to the defence. Back to Team A for first choice. Two defenders from Jason and Geordie. Jason, who's the first defender you're going to pick? 
They don't have to be category ones, do they? They don't have to be category ones, no. The category one players uh, for the defenders are Cabaselli, Cathcart, Angela, Ekstrand, Holobas and Cassetti. You are only allowed one category one defender. Geordie, who's the first defender you're going to pick? I'm going to pick Hector Bellerin. Wow. So, Hector Bellerin, I classified uh, as a Category 2. So, you still have a Category 1 defender to pick. I wonder how you're going to use that one. He can also do all your uh, photo shoots for the um, for the catalogue as well. So, that is a decent, <laughs> decent job. Uh, but that is that, that locks off at least one person who played for Watford that was only on loan. Never became permanent. Your second one, Jason. To continue, I think go for Nathan Ake as our second defender. Another another player that was only on loan. Served the Hornets solidly during our Premier League season. <laughs> uh, I think I've upset DCW. You have upset DCW. Absolutely made the right choice. Oh, absolute, absolute Lovely. typical Watford, just using the loan system, left, right, and centre. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Two out of two loans. This is, the pot so, this, is, this is the pot so 11. What do you think we're going to do? <laughs> you, can, you can just hear. Did you throw your headphones down or something, DCW, there? My pen. Your pen, okay. Yeah. Which I'm now using to hastily re- scribble out our left back. <laughs> So, DCW and Mike, you now have two defenders you can choose. You have your Category 1, but of course you can go for Category 2, which uh, is pretty much everybody, apart from Cabaselli, Cathcart, Angela, Ekstrand, Holobas and Cassetti, who are all Category 1. While DCW is just um, firming up our, our left-back, just putting a few calls in and making sure he's he's still available, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with the, um, with the right-back. And I, unlike our, our opposition think it's important that we look close to home we look to players that have got Watford's best interests at heart people that are committed to our to not just our team but also our club that are going to play for the supporters listening and obviously with Ake and, and Bellerin both on loan it has to be questionable whether we're going to get the best out of them um, so at, at right back is is a bona fide club legend he also ticks the box in terms of uh, coming through the academy someone who bleeds yellow red and black someone who delivered one of the most memorable moments uh, in a Watford shirt. Uh, you'll never beat him. It's Lloyd Doyley. I was waiting to see if Lloyd would show up uh, in this. Can I just say as well, shame on them. Shame on them. They had two choices <laughs> to, to lock in this club legend and they have just ignored him. And personally, if we wanted to shut the whole thing down now, disqualify them both for just, I don't know. I just find it appalling that he's been been overlooked so delighted to be able to lock in uh, the one and only Lloyd Doyle. DCW who's the other defender you're going to be picking? We are going to go with a category one pick of I think you have to say the best defender of the Pozzo era all things considered Craig Cathcart. Well well now it's interesting you very that's the first one I thought I guaranteed I thought you were going to both pick your four central defenders first but we now have Craig Cathcart and Lloyd Doyley on Team B. Team A, two choices now for you to finish off your defence. Who and what are you going to put, or who are you going to put in the middle of this uh, this back four? I'm just wondering, what if we wanted to play three at the back, John? Oh, well, of course, of course. But you've got two choices. Got... So I'm not sure about, about playing Bellerin in a back three. Oh, that's true. Well, we could be using Bellerin at right, uh, right midfield. 
There's no positions here, mate. This is fluid football. This is this is 1974 Holland, mate. Well, I suppose but what you, ha- you do have to do now, though, is to pick two defenders, even if you do then move Bellerin forward. But you still need two defenders at this point, depending on what you then change with your midfield. So who's the first one, Jason? First one we're going to go for, uh, we're going to go in with our academy graduate and we're going to play the ever-dependable Adrian Mariapa. I, I can see that's, uh, I think that's causing issues in our position again, judging by reactions. Good. Um, <laughs> he, he's obviously a loyal club man. He loves Watford so much. He, he came back after years away. And as we know, he's performed admirably. We thought he was going to be a bit part player when he came along second time round for his uh, Pozzo era stint. Um, but he has proven to be a, a, a big part of that Watford defence. One more place for your defence. Who's it going to be, Geordie? You've got Bellerin, Aki, Mariapa, and who else? Looking at their team, apart from Decoure, it's quite homegrown. I guess France isn't that far away. Whereas ours is quite an international cosmopolitan team. We've got a Brazilian goalkeeper, we've got a Dutchman, we've got an Anglo-Jamaican, we've got a Spaniard, we've got a Frenchman. So why not have a Belgian as well? Cabaselli. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much, Team A. A complete defence. I'm thinking of our defence. We've got Bellerin for the photo shoot. We've got Cabaselli for social media. So we're thinking about the, the merchandising and the um, comms <laughs> of, our, of our team. So it's a modern team. Get the fan base. Oh, yeah. <laughs> DCW and Mike. Uh, you, you, you seem to be on the back foot at the moment. Yeah, well, DCW, we do have a little. We, we are talking online, but we've got a little video, and uh, it's quite clear some of your reactions, DCW. A little, a little bit frustrated. Um, you got uh, Doily and Cathcart. Who who is going to join them in that defence, DCW? Oh God! <clears throat> Sorry, I've just I've just found out one of the players I wanted to get in actually did sign for us permanently, so I can't have him. Um, <laughs> Well, you can uh, have him, but you have to have another loan somewhere. No, no, that's the only reason we'd want him. Right, so, okay, no messing around. Our other, our other centre-back is, of course, the absolute favourite of Mike's, Sebastian Prudel. And, Michael, are you going to put another good-looking, dashing person uh, alongside him in the defence? As far as I'm concerned, everyone that plays for Watford is automatic. Uh, as soon as everyone, as soon as everyone puts on a yellow shirt, they're uh, they're good looking to me. So uh, we will not be judging on on good looks, much as though Sebastian Prudel will dazzle uh, all and all and sundry, as per usual, of course. We've we've talked long and hard about this, and uh, we did anticipate some you know rather obvious moves when it goes to the, um, the the defensive choices. So to say we're on the back foot, I think, is a bit of a, a an exaggeration. It's been pretty obvious all the all the way from the opposition as we. Expected. We're going to go for someone who helped Watford get up into the uh, into the Premier League. He was n- not necessarily the most flashy of uh, defenders, uh, but someone who he exuded a Watford man, if you like. He, he seemed to buy into the club, buy into what we were trying to do. Um, and I'm looking for DCW just to double check that it's all right. <laughs> no. Say. no, I think I know what you're about to say and I don't agree with it. Go on. Go on. Which what? Who, 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 who are you going for? You tell me. You tell me who you thought I was going to say. Not, not Matthew Briggs, surely. <laughs> At an earlier, an earlier board meeting earlier in the week when we did uh, convene, uh, I did suggest Matthew Briggs just by way. You know, you have benchmarks, high benchmarks. I thought we also needed a low benchmark as well, somewhere to remind us from the depths from which we have we have come. And Matthew Briggs is one of them. 
DCW, as we agreed at the time, and I appreciate you bringing it up. It's showing a bit of bit of humour there, showing that we discussed it. It's not Matthew Briggs; it's Daniel Pudel. Ah, uh, very good. An original loney uh, who made it uh, a permanent thing. Thank you very much, boys. Uh, if you want to uh, quickly have a message with each other, we'll uh, you can see where you want to go with the midfield. But Hollywood, how are you looking at those those teams? Uh, who's who do you think really has got the most competitive of those defences? Yeah, do you know what? I, I think they're pretty even at the moment. Uh, interesting kind of approach that the guys have gone with. I think there there were some really notable players that I felt were, were probably left out. I mean, I personally am a big fan of Kiko Femenia. I'm surprised that he didn't make either team. Uh, I think uh, when you've got Hector Bellerin in there, we know about his his quality now. He was very good for, for us, but it was a very short-lived uh, stint that he had with us. Nathan Ake, I thought, had a had a very good season with us as well, but I think he's gone on to better things in terms of his performances for Bournemouth. Certainly not a better club, but his stock has certainly risen since moving as a centre-back at Bournemouth. So, uh, you know, I think, I think they've both done a good job. Uh, as I say, a few surprises in terms of players left out. I'm a big fan of Gabriel Angela. Uh, I'm surprised that he hasn't got in there. And and the beautiful man is Marco Cassetti. Doesn't make either team. So yeah, I mean, that's... I still can't believe they left out Cassetti. I mean, that was a guaranteed to make the team win purely with with Marco and what he could do. But we will see how they what they do when it comes to this midfield of players who play for Watford in the Pozzo era. From the rookery end. As you know, gentlemen, when we're doing this, I do like to make things a little bit more interesting. Hollywood and I have had a chat earlier today, and we were now going to do a, you know, we, 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 we are maybe the Pozzos, maybe you are the head coaches. We're going to give you a player who you must put into your team. Now, Hollywood, who do you think the team A should have. Thought long and hard about this when you were when you were talking about this potential spanner in the works for want of a better term. <laughs> and I think there are a lot of good midfielders at, at the club uh, or have, that have been at the club, and I think it's it's one that that you could easily kind of pick a number from. But I do think that Tom Cleverley has to go. So I will let you decide which one, but I do think Tom Cleverley needs to go in. Well, uh, after Geordie going on about uh, his Cosmopolitan team, I think Team A will have to have Tom Cleverley in their midfield. Uh, is, is that a hardship for you, Geordie? Well, the former England international Manchester United apprentice Tom Cleverley. No, thanks, Kieran. And Hollywood, who are you going to be uh, adding to Team B? I want to go for a, a similar category. Because I like to be fair, and that's that's always how I am. So looking at the players that are around the same category, there are a number of players there that I like. But there was one player in our first season who I thought was brilliant, played a really big part in keeping us you know, in the division and, and having a really good year. Uh, and that is... Valon Barami. So I don't think, uh, and it's going to be many problems with that. I think we could have given a bit more hardship. Mike, Valon Barami, good for you. Did well for us, didn't he? Absolute, uh, you've done us an absolute uh, solid there, KT. Thank you very much, especially seeing as he's not injured and Tom Cleverley is. So uh, <laughs> uh, 
on we go. On to your choices now. Back to Team A. You now have two choices uh, for your midfield. So far, uh, you have your first choice uh, of Etienne Capu, uh, and you also have Tom Cleverley. You do have another Category 1 choice for the midfield. Category 1 uh, players left for you to choose. Alman Abdi, Ben Watson, Akichianya, Nathaniel Chalabar. You can have one of those uh, if you so desire. You don't have to. Jason and Geordie, what are you thinking? Obviously, part of the restrictions mean we have to have two players that play championship only. We're going to go for a player who uh, who was great from a dead ball, uh, and that's the man that is Daniel Terger. Well, well, we got we got some uh, set oh, plays. Oh, DCW, I've got some. Look at that. <laughs> DCW is that a, is that a bad choice for you? Oh. <laughs> still got, there's still plenty of great players to choose from. Geordie, who's the other player from the midfield to finish off your midfield four? Well, we don't want a four midfield. That's not how we've built our team. So our next one is, I'm going to say, Ismail Asar. Really? A young player. Hardly played any games. Are you thinking more about the, the, the future? Or are you thinking more that he's hot at the moment, we might get some extra votes? We're building a team. And I think team, if you look at, you know, as we've discussed, Bellerin and Ake, how they've progressed and, uh, you know, the set pieces that Terja is going to put in and T-Clev's ratting away. I think, you know, Terja and Capu can now play the ball out to Sark in that quarterback role. So so you're, you're going to aim for a 4-3-3 then? Is this where we're going, team A? That's currently where we're at. Last time we did this, Geordie, you did have a change of formation halfway through. Let's see how you go. Back over to Team B, DCW and Mike. Your two, or maybe not two, uh, if you're the same strategy as uh, Team A, who are you going to finish off your midfield? You've got a Decore already uh, as a really great attacking player, box to box, and you've got Barami finishing off and uh, any any anything that sort of just gets in the way uh, in terms of attack, just you know, nipping at everyone's uh, uh, ankles. Interesting. Uh, I, I love the way John, as as the host and, and chairman and co-chairman of this, that you were trying to make out that Geordie's selection of Ismail Assar was somehow controversial and a surprise. <laughs> oh, why have you chosen him, Geordie? He's very young, hasn't played many games. Basically, the best player ever to play for Watford. <laughs> Or equally telling, yet another loan from these guys. I mean, what have they got against actual Watford players is my is my question. Three loanees in that side from various uh, work in the uh, in the uh, in the broadcast injury industry. I know DCW's got um, Ian Holloway's number, so we'll be sure to get him on the uh, on the phone for his view on uh, on this loan stuffing by the opposition. Absolutely. Uh, well, it's an interesting approach but for a team that's supposed to represent Watford. I mean, Watford's all-time side under the Pozos, I think, is uh, it's a bit disappointing. It well, I'll be honest, it turns my stomach that they've, uh, <laughs> they've gone for so many loans. Very, 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 very disappointing. Just to recap on our midfield so far, Decore, uh, a full-time Watford player, signed on a long-term contract, I'd just like to, to point out. Uh, one of the best players in the in the Premier League, if not Europe. Valon Barami uh, typifies Watford, doesn't he? He was the exactly the player we needed getting into the Premier League. Someone who could work hard, sweated absolute buckets for Watford Football Club and us as supporters. So those of you listening who will be watching on in the stands, just the exact sort of player you want to be seeing, not someone that's going to nip off to QPR or just go and play for Bournemouth or someone like that. So already I think our <laughs> midfield is looking extraordinarily strong, uh, extraordinarily 
Watfordy, which I think is a is a term that we use to describe something that transcends just mere talent. You have to believe in this. You have to believe in the team. You have to believe in the club. You have to understand what you're playing for. Um, but our, our, our extra midfielder, uh, I'm going to defer um, to my um, to my learned friend uh, and assistant manager, uh, DCW. We have had intense conversations on this, uh, and I know I think he's ready to um, to announce who it is. DCW, who's going to be the first one? I've got no idea. <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> because the problem we've got now is that I've got a number of players that would complement, would sit in, in this midfield quite nicely alongside Barami and Decore, but we need to fulfil the rules. So we actually don't yet have a lone player that didn't turn into a permanent, I think. And I don't think we've got a champion... No, we have got a championship. Do we need a championship owner? Yes. So, but we and, need we and, and, Dan, and Daniel Pudel. Let, let's uh, let's let's run through a few options, shall we? Midfield, just very very quickly. I I when when we I know one of the names that was swirling around when we were discussing this was Christian Batocchio, someone who is flagged brief but incredibly bright for for Watford. I think he was a a joy to behold. Diminutive, wasn't he? I think he's the dictionary definition of a diminutive midfielder. Look. John Eustace is still there, isn't he? As much as uh, I do admire John Eustace, and I know Mike really does admire him, um, I think it's against the spirit of the game, really, to have him in a Pozzo era eleven. He really, he did his obviously did his finest work in the few years preceding the um, the the arrival of the Pozzos. He was the man that held it all together when we had no money and we had all the kids in the team under Mackay and under Dice. So, John, we love you, but I'm sorry you can't credibly be put in a greatest Pozzo era 11 I'm afraid so what we're going to do is actually cash in our remaining category one pick in the midfield and we're going to go for Nathaniel Chalabar final choice of midfielder that's it our midfield is complete well who will you then have as your front three your first choice of your front three there Mike I think we're going to lock in someone who will come as no surprise to anyone a bona fide club legend the current Club captain. No, 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 no. What? No, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Okay. We've got, Why? We've got to. We've got to learn from our mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. Right. We need. Go on, then. We need. We need to pick what we need to do here. We're going to go for Aloni. No. No. <laughs> don't worry. No one. No one's picking him. Uh, we need. To... <laughs> We have to secure the talents of the mercurial, sometimes enigmatic, currently injured. Hope you're doing okay, Jerry. Gerard Delafeu. Okay, so we, uh, so Kieran, let's have a look at these these teams that we've 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 got so far. Um, every, both teams are going for a uh, a three in midfield, so a four three three. Um, any of them are particularly uh, standing out for you? Especially those last two picks, uh, Chalabar and Delafeu for Team B. Again, good good picks from from the guys. You know, there's not a lot to separate the two teams. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued to probably know DCW's kind of tactic and strategy in in picking Jerry and not going uh, with Troy because obviously now Jason and Geordie have the next pick and. They could steal him from underneath their noses, but no, two very strong sides and not a lot to, to sort of separate them. Funny you should say the word 
steal. You now have a chance to steal a player from the other team. You are allowed to steal a player, but it will directly replace the player of the same position. So if if team B, who have Ben Foster, stole Gomez, the other team would get Foster and you would get Gomez. If the last two picks are both teams, if Delefeu was chosen by team A, then Zar would go to team B. This is not something you can get out of. You have to swap a player. And the first swap will go to team B. Who are you stealing? Can we can we have 30 seconds to confer? You may have privately? 30 seconds to confer, yep. Yeah. Jordy and Jason, you might like to do the same. What's very interesting here, John, while the teams confer, is that Mr. Popular from our recent fan poll, Alman Abdi has not made either team. He hasn't, absolutely. It's, it's that thing, like, I, how, how far back did they go? Did the, the, these uh, teams go? Um, uh, you know, I, I gave all the list there. I made him Kashki one. Uh, I just thought he would be there either alongside Kapu or alongside Decore. But what's interesting is that Jason and, and Geordie went with Kapu as their extra, so they still had the opportunity to pick another Category 1 midfielder. They, and they do, didn't. and they can't unfortunately pick another one unless they want to go to four in midfield. They still have a Category 1 uh, attacker, um, but uh, as Team uh, B... That's a good point. That's a good point. Yep. Team yep. B... You're right, so my argument about Dini was, was null and void because they can't pick Dini because they've already got a Category 1 striker. Yeah, but Team 2, uh, Team B... Can do. Can still yep. pick... Another category one to sit alongside right. Jerry. Right. If, so I now understand. If he survives this swap, yep. do we have a swap team B? Who would you like to steal from team A? Yep. We do we do have someone in mind, but could you just please, for the benefit of us and I and I, I imagine also for the benefit of the very confused audience, could you just <laughs> run through the two teams again, please? Yes. As we so, stand. Uh, so team A. Uh, Jason and Geordie's team. In goal, Heredio Gomez. In defence, Hector Bellerin, Nathan Aki, Adrian Mariapa and Christian Cabaselli. Their midfield is a three of Etienne Capu, Tom Cleverley and Daniel Tozier. And so far, up front, they have picked Ishmael Zar as their first of their front three. Yourselves, DCW and Mike, Team B, have Ben Foster in goal. A doily, Cathcart, Prudel and Poodle defence. And the midfield, a D, B, C, not quite an A in there, but Decore, Barami and Chalabar. And your first choice so far up front has been Gerard Delafeu. Who, though, are you stealing from Team A? It might come as a, a little bit of a surprise, um, but we're going to take, uh, we're going to take Nathan Ake. Ah! And the, uh, the reason for that might well become might become clear we will we will share our original strategy with you perhaps at the end but we're going to take um take ake uh in place of uh daniel pudel team a your chance to steal you can't do the same swap back <laughs> it has to be a different swap so who <laughs> team a are you stealing from team b well i'm thinking I don't know what you think, Jason. I wonder if we want to. I think I think we're still okay. Do we want to swap uh, goalkeepers? Our quotas, aren't we? But, or uh, 
potentially, or uh, let's just see. Yeah, we're still okay on our quotas. So, defenders or goalkeeper, I guess. Potentially swap that, or let's see what else they've got. <laughs> Plotting going on, I love it. Plotting indeed. So, so I've got it, I've got it, right, I've got it. But who are you going to steal? So we've got our one loanee in Bellerin, we've got our two championship players in Bellerin and Pudil. So, Pudil, as yeah. we didn't take, yep, yeah, as we didn't take, <laughs> Dave's got his hand in his hands, he knows what's coming. <laughs> we didn't take our, uh, Hang on. our uh, other DCW one midfielder. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Nathan Chalabar, are you thinking? Everything's everything's just no, no. everything's just crumbled. <laughs> oh. What's the problem, we'll DCW? We'll what have, what have you just decor, noticed? Please. You're going to steal Decore, oh. and you're oh, no, gonna... hold on, hold on a second. Who do we lose him? Who do we lose? If Who we are you Decore? losing? Yeah, Terja, Terja, because we've got two championship-only players in <laughs> already in Pudil and yep. Ellery, so we can swap Terja, yep. and we take Decore. The new teams, as they stand, are in goal for Team A. Herelia Gomez, defence of Bellerin, Mariapa, Cabaselli and Poodle. A midfield of Capu, Cleverly and Decore. And up front so far, Ishmada Zar. In Team B, we have a goalkeeper of Ben Foster, Doily, Cathcart, Prudel, and Aki in defence. Tozia, Barami and Chalabar in the mid field and so far up front is Gerard Delafayu. now there are only two choices left and it is only two so I am going to maybe not give the next choice to team A I'm thinking of a number the team that gets nearest gets to choose next DCW what is the number I'm thinking of between 1 and 20 7 Jason uh, 8 it was five. So the next choice goes to Mike and DCW. Who are you going to pick for your first? Your, sorry, your, your second of your front three. How many picks in a row do we get here? Just one. One back, one, one, one back and forth. Just the one? Yeah. Okay, well, firstly, I'd just like to thank the guys um, for taking Decore off our hands and giving us... <laughs> the uh, magnificent, mighty Magyar that is Daniel Tozer, because we were struggling. I didn't realise we had to. We needed two championship-only players, which we only had one. And I think we would have really struggled to get a championship-only forward into our team of any qualities. And what the lads have actually done there, they have built um, a midfield <laughs> that consists, consists almost entirely of the side that has struggled all season. Basically a relegation-threatened outfit they've built in midfield there. <laughs> Uh, absolutely extraordinary oversight. They've seen how this lot have performed this season and just to literally replicate a team that's scrabbling around trying, hoping the season's going to get voided, in fact, to stay in the Premier League. And that's the team they've gone for. Absolutely, um, absolutely staggering from the opposition there. But yeah, and they played right into our hands, of course, giving us uh, the combative Toja attacking um, great on, on and dead ball situations and fulfilled our quota. So I think that's gone absolutely to plan. And I'm going to hand over to my erstwhile uh, colleague to make this uh, this next pick. So we are actually going to not yet exercise our category one pick for the strikers. Um, we're going to take Richarlison on the left wing, left forward. So you're leaving your final choice to your one in the middle of your attacking three. 
Team A, who is your second choice for the attacking triplet? Just need to confer with my uh, with my colleague. Look at your WhatsApp, George. And they've got who have they got? Richarlison and De La Feu. Yes. So they still want one in the middle. So I think we should take our our cat one because their next pick is going to be a, a cat one player. So we might as well take first pick of the category one players. I think, Jordy. Just to remind everyone, the, the category one forwards that uh, you have to choose from are Matthews Vidra, Odi Nigalo, and Troy Deeney. And we will go for Jace. My only concern: if we pick a category one yeah. now and yeah. they don't, we're going to be limited on the category yeah. twos. Well, they've and got threes. they've, they've got. They've got one. They've got. They've got one pick left, and they haven't picked their category one yet. Mm. So their next they may pick not is going to be their category pick one. A category one. Make your choices. As long as Ten seconds. Ten they, seconds. They, they and we're going to pick the talisman, the leader of all men, the captain. That is Troy Deeney. He had to make this team. He is there for Team A. That's up front, two out of three so far of Zar and Deeney. Team B. Uh, the, the 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 video DCW the the moments of uh, annoyance have disappeared and there's now a grin on his face. Who, Mike, are you and DCW going to pick for your final player and your final attacking forward? There's a grin on the face of DCW, and I can also see John Mooney, Jason Bailey, Geordie Connor, and uh, Kieran Taven. They're not grinning; they're salivating <laughs> at the prospect of this this front three just think just pause but even before we slot in this final piece just pause and think about Gerard Delefeu on one side and Richarlison on the on on the other side international performers players that have played on the greatest stage players that have they've driven defenders to retirement um just by seeing their names on the on the team sheet just an extraordinary wealth of opportunity down down both flanks interchangeable uh, the scourge of of many defense up top, down the middle, someone who has not only done it for Watford, but is now doing it for one of the biggest clubs in the entire world, Premier League proven, Odion Igalo, the perfect foil for those two, um, those two flying wingmen. He was born knowing where the goal. He wasn't born in a in a cot. He wasn't put in a cot. He was just put in the back of the net when he was first born. <laughs> such is his natural um, natural instinct for for finding the back of the net. Just pause for a minute, everyone here, everyone listening, and just think about Gerard Delafeu, Richarlison, and Odion Igalo. Find me a better three front three. You can't. Well, let's see. We will see if Geordie and Jason can do such a feat. Who? Jordan and Jason, are you going to pick for your final forward to sit alongside Zar and Dini? Jason, what do you reckon about if they've picked a current Man United striker? Should we pick a formal one? I, I think we should because we, we, we'll go for a man. We know he's had his uh, fitness issues, but that doesn't seem to be one of the rules. We'll just go with the, with the quality of, of this man, uh, ex-Man United and England international Danny Welbeck. Well, there we go. Here we go with the final teams. Thank you very much, everyone. De- uh, Hollywood, let's let's have a run through and, and see where, where you think these teams are. We've seen some choices made. We've seen some changes. Um, these teams have, have, have fluidly changed as this, uh, this podcast has gone on. Team A, Geordie and Jason. In goal, Aurelio Gomez. Bellerin, Mariapa, Cabaselli and Poodle as a back 
four. A midfield three of Kapu, Cleverly and Decore, and an attacking of Ishmael Zar, Troy Deeney and Danny Welbeck. They are up against Ben Foster, Lloyd Doyley, Craig Cascart, Sebastian Prudel and Nathan Ake in defence. Daniel Toja, uh, Valon Barami and Nathaniel Chalaba uh, in midfield. And up front, Delafayu and Richarlison, either side of Odian Igalo. So, Kieran, how would you feel about those two teams? I think there was some some late picks in that that have changed the dynamic for me a little bit. Um, so I think the steal that took place where Jason and Geordie were able to get Abdullahi Decore in alongside Etienne Capu and Tom Cleverley certainly gives them the midfield uh, battle. I think they've won that area. I think that that maybe DCW and Mike with being able to get Nathan Ake gives them the defence. There's not a lot of choice between the goalkeepers. I think either, you know, they're obvious selections, whoever they go for. I, I think for me, Ben Foster's probably proved maybe that he's that little bit above Aurelio Gomez. So as the three categories so far, you're saying team B for goalkeeper, team B for defence and only midfield for Team A. What about those attacking three? Zardini, Welbeck for A, Delefeu, Richarlison and Igalo for B. Who's got the, 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 the extra little bit for you? Yeah, tough one. Really tough because we know that Ishmael Assar could go on to be probably one of the best players we've ever seen at Watford. Really exciting. Uh, but we're still waiting to, to sort of see that over a consistent period. Very difficult to make that judgment. Danny Welbeck, we haven't seen a lot of because of his injury. Troy, obviously the main man, the the talisman, the player that we all look to and the team look to. But I don't know, mate. Like I like that front three that, that the boys have got, DCW and Mike, you know, Gerard, Delafeu, Richarlison, Igalo. Which exciting, is the... dynamic, unpredictable, I think is how I would describe that front three. Very different front threes. Um I'm I'm struggling to to call that one, mate. I think possibly DCW and Mike might edge that one just because you've got three players there who are that unpredictable and, and really exciting. But I do like what Jason and Geordie have done. Um, I think Sar and Dini you've seen already, they've worked really well together. Um, just unfortunate that there's probably not that third player in those attacking areas that really could have complemented those two. Danny Welbeck, we know his quality, but we haven't seen that for Watford yet. Thank you very much, uh, Hollywood, for your, your opinions. And of course, uh, our views are, are, of course, valid. But the actual winner, will it be Team A or Team B, will come down to everyone who's listening to this podcast. We'll put a vote out uh, for you guys to uh, be able to cast your vote uh, via social media. It's at What For Podcast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. So please make sure you're following those so you can say which of those teams you prefer. Mike, at the end of it, I know we're guaranteed to have you uh, be able to sell whatever team you picked. How are you feeling? I'm absolutely, and I'm going to use a football manager's parlance here. I'm over the moon, Jeff, with with the team we've managed to, to put together. I think DCW and I have shown um, primarily um, an understanding of what Watford Football Club is all about. We've shown an understanding about... Uh, what the supporters of Watford Football Club expect to see from their team, both in terms of commitment to the cause um, and also to, to entertain. Uh, but above all that, we've put together a team that is, it's not just solid, it's it's spectacular. It's, it's, it is 
poss if this team wants to, to be put together, it's shown imagination from us. It's shown a bit of flair. There's a few left field players in there. Um, it's got talent. It's got steel. It's got ability. Um, it's got a team jam-packed of people, of, of, of proven players. Not just in the past, but they're doing it now. It's just, it's if it's it's the it's the taste. What is the tastiest cocktail out there? It's that. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling for words because a team like this has never been put together before, and I think it's testament to my. Uh, I was going to say assistant manager, but I have to say DCW at the helm really has has helped guide guide this um, this this team and, and get it together. It's just an extraordinary feat that we've that we've done. It's it's just. Um, <laughs> It, it's up there, in, 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 in I think this is only this is only fantasy. This is only the realms of fantasy. But I think it should be recorded in 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 actual real football, um, uh, in, in real football um, history, because that's how good this side is. That's how imagine. Mike, that's very good, very good, Mike. Yes, Mike, Mike, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got the takeaway man's at the door. I need to say my piece before I go. Do you know so... why the takeaway man's at the door? He wants to see this team in action. He That's does. Why he arrived. You didn't order anything. He's just heard about Team B and he turned up to see you. Let me just briefly explain to the to the audience. One second. Hi, mate. Look, I'll, I'll be there. Just two minutes. One second. <laughs> you can keep that in. Um, the, our team. The reason our team, apart from all the the waxing lyrical that Mike's just done, this team. It's not just a theoretical group of players. If this team actually existed, they would win because we've got Doily, Cathcart, Prodal, Ake. They're four really solid players. No one's getting in behind them. No one's getting around them. No one's getting through them. They're just going to head everything away, kick everything away. They're going to sit deep. They're going to be fine. The midfield, there is legs. There's bite from Barami. There's Chalabar. The pre-injury version of Chalabar is running around. He's busy. He's effervescent. And you've got Toza, who is the quarterback. He can do what Kapu does. It's fine. <laughs> and then that front three, that front three, there is pace from Delafeo, there's Richarlison, there's pace and power from Richarlison, and he got a bit of everything from Higalo. We can hit teams on the break. Higalo can finish off the crosses or he can get in behind himself. The two wide men will terrorise any fullbacks they come up against, especially Daniel Poodle or a young, naive Hector Bellerin. <laughs> Thank you both very much. Uh, and that is your team B, Jason and Jordy. After what was definitely an, a, a front foot, do you feel you've finished this this little game on the front foot? So I'm feeling we're still on the front foot. If they've got a pre-injury Nathaniel Chalabat, then we've got a pre-injury Danny Welbeck. We know how good he is with his quality. England star. He's going to destroy that defence, especially with Ishmael Asar uh, on the other wing. Up against Doily, Kafkart, Prudel. Where's the pace there? They're going to absolutely rinse them. And OK, they've got Nathan Ake, but that's the same Nathan Ake that got absolutely destroyed by Saar and Dini in that 3-0 win in January, not that long ago. So that defence on Team B has got absolutely no chance up against our strike force as opposed to our defence, where we've got the perfect balance of pace and solidness. We've got Hector Bellerin, we've got Christian Cabaselle, who can deal with uh, any any pace that Gerard Delafeu's got left. Uh, and then we've got Mariapa and Poodle, two solid defenders who have proved their cause in the Watford shirt many, many times. With Gomez, safe hands behind them, no chance of getting through us. Um, what's left to say about the midfield? Absolute stars, Kapu and Decore together. 
Watford fans have been waxing lyrical about those two for a long, long time. And we all know what Tom Clevel is capable of. The, the engine that he carries in that midfield. Team A wins hands down. Geordie, uh, are, are you happy with the, with the final 11 that you, uh, that you have picked or, or been dealt? I think if we go back to Hollywood's analysis, when he pointed out that De La Feu, Igalo and Richarlison on their day are great. A great three. They are on their day. But how many times have we watched them not on their day? You know, and so we have to think about, are they going to get the ball? Let's look in middle, shall we? Dukure, Kapoon, cleverly against Chalabar, Terja and Berami. They're not going to get the ball. They're going to get frustrated. They're going to get fussy. What's going to happen before the game? They're going to all get into the dressing room with each other. Richarlison's going to go and get the number 11 shirt. Berami's got it. <laughs> he's going to be all upset. So he's not going to play well because he hasn't got his number 11 shirt. He's going to look for Gomez to give him a cuddle. Where's Gomez? He's in our dressing room. <laughs> Richarlison's wasted. Delefeu's going to be annoyed. Igalo's not going to get any service from the midfield or from the strikers. So really, our defence is going to get a good chance push-up. Bellerin and Pudil whipping the balls in for Dini and Welbeck. As, as Jason said, Welbeck, pre-injury, international footballer, Manchester United, Champions League winner. He's a great striker. Dini, our talisman, is going to make sure everyone's put away. Saar is just going to give them nightmares I, I, I sympathise almost for the defence and, and for their kind of aching joints the back the backache they're going to have from spinning round having to kind of catch Saar and the backache that Ben Foster's going to get from bending down to pick the ball out his net it's going to I, I, I hope they've got the ice baths ready because our midfield is going to own the game going to nullify any chances their strikers are going to get of getting the ball going to ensure our strikers get it and that our, our defence and Gomez, I mean, Gomez throwing the ball 60 yards into Saar behind a, a kind of turning Cathcart and Prodil. That's not fair on them. Oh, well, our, our team is built to win. Well, we shall see who are the winners in this competition. And we can't wait to see what you choose in terms of your voting. Thank you very much to everybody with, uh, with taking part. It is Friday night. Uh, everyone is stuck inside uh, because of this uh, lovely coronavirus. Uh, but it has been an absolute joy uh, to see these teams take shape. Thank you very much for listening to uh, From the Real Member. This podcast is brought to you by The Athletic and you can get a 40% discount of a subscription by going to theathletic.com forward slash rookery end. There you can see some fantastic articles that are going to keep you going throughout this pause apparently in the football season uh, there's also a fantastic podcast where you might even hear DCW on the uh, football cliches but get on to theathletic.com forward slash rookery end uh, and get involved we'll be back soon with more podcasts to fill that Watford void until the season kicks off again hopefully come on you on you